Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another exciting edition of uh, Gaming and Leisure's podcast with me, your host, John Cash Philippi. I am currently uh, interviewing Nick. Nick, you're going to have to pronounce your last name for me. Glaceris. Uh, Glaceris. Yeah. Yeah. Thank Just you. Just like it's spelled, Glaceris. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and so now we're going, I'm just going to go with Nick. I think that's probably the best, <laughs> if you don't mind. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about hotel room technology. It's evolved over the years. It's gotten uh, more and more advanced. Um, at some points, it gets uh, to where it's beyond um, a beyond even my level of expertise. So uh, I'm going to uh talk a little bit with nick about it and we're gonna uh investigate a little further so nick why don't you first start by just telling us a little bit about yourself your background and so on sure hi everyone uh nick Clister is here I'm, I'm senior vice president of sales for sonify solutions and uh within that responsibility i effectively manage all, all of our sales teams so all of the business dealings uh, with hotels and brands. And I also have a couple other groups that are one non-technical customer service and um, and effectively in our retention team. So we call them our customer success managers. So that's the extent of my responsibility at Sonify. Um, from a background perspective, long, long history in TV distribution, uh, I started my career I, I was actually, you know, thinking about this before this call, John, and I was like, oh, my God, I've been doing this for 29 years. So, <laughs> like, so I'm dating myself a little bit in that regard. But uh, I started in the wireless industry, uh, believe it or not, back when uh, you still had things called analog phones that were literally sending radio waves to towers um, and went through that digital transition from analog to, to digital for, for the wireless business. And then I I uh, had a really unique opportunity to uh, jump into a little company called TiVo at the very early days of when uh, digital video recording uh, had literally just been invented. Uh, and that was a really exciting time period, early, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, where, you know, you would demo that product in a store and somebody would be like, holy crap, what did he just do? You know, like just pausing live TV was uh, you know, really exciting. So that was a cool gig. I went from there to direct TV. And so I was in TV distribution for a good, you know, 13, 14 years. And I've been at Sonify for uh, going on my 10th year here now, believe it or not. So I remember spending a fortune on that box myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it came oh, out. Yeah. Oh, you see, they were seven, $800 for a, a machine that would record, you know, six hours of video. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing to think of, you know, where that started and, and sort of you know where things are today yeah it's it's incredible the amount of technology it's uh just gone into the video distribution realm uh alone let alone uh just our hotels and how we provide it and how much easier it's gotten to get uh data like that um so with technology and i've got a list of questions and you know i'll go through them but uh with the technology in the room getting more and more advanced from tablets and TVs to preference settings and uh, for temperatures and hotels, I mean, what do you see as the evolution in the hotel industry going forward? Good question. Um, yeah, I, I would answer that in a few different ways. I think one of which is, yes, there has been a number of new techs that have come into the guest room 
Um, but also, you know, there's this at the same time, you know, if you think about consumer trends and hotel trends as it pertains to technology, I mean, for quite some time, it used to be you go to a hotel and you would get better tech than you had at home. And I think that paradigm has really shifted over the last, call it 10 years, where I think, you know, hotels by and large, you know, for whatever reason, uh, are, uh, you know, have less tech typically than than what guests are receiving at home. So I, I don't think there's a real crystal ball as it pertains to technology in general. But um, and I don't think there's, you know, things like future proofing for for technology. So I, I the main way I would answer that question is that, you know, you really need to think about what the needs are for the hotel and solve for those needs with technology. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that, you know, right, wrong or indifferent, like I could live without. Right. There's nice to haves. And then there's other things that, you know, can really drive value and utility to guests that that impact something that's meaningful to a hotel, whether it be guest satisfaction or driving revenue or even reducing costs. So I think we're at a, you know, a crossroads, at least in my mind, in terms of there isn't this one size fits all magical solution that everybody has to have this thing. You know, there are some baseline fundamentals that I think are, are critical for today, but um, you know, I, and then there's always a, you know, every vendor out there talking about the next greatest thing on a PowerPoint slide and a pitch deck that's going to solve all your problems. So I, I don't think there's a really good answer in terms of evolution because technology really is, you know, I, I look at it short term, right? I mean, I don't think there's any long term technology solve that you can put in a hotel today that's going to solve, you know, every problem that you have. And I generally think the, those decisions should be thought about more short term, three to five year window. What's necessary to compete today? What's necessary to drive guest satisfaction or loyalty or cut costs or drive revenue? So I, that's how I think about it generally. And, you know, I, I think that if what may work for one hotel may not work for another hotel because of different demographics due to location, uh, what problems are they trying to solve? So I, I think in short, you know, I don't think there's a really good answer to sort of evolution of tech in hotels per se. I think it's more about what problems are you trying to solve as a business and does the tech meet those needs and does it deliver the result that you're looking for? That's great. It's actually a good segue into the uh, next question I had, which uh, really is because it's more kind of Sonify related because of your expertise uh, with them, but everywhere else. Um, because Sonify reaches uh, way beyond the casino industry. And most of you know the people watching this are, are in the casino industry. Uh, what's the differences between the technology you see that as it relates to a hotel that doesn't have a casino in it? Hmm. Good question. Yeah, I, I yeah, we serve uh, a lot of casinos. I mean, we're, you know, I want to say roughly about 50% penetrated in the in the casino world, but we also do, you know, we're, we're a supplier for Marriott, for Hilton, for all the major brands. And uh, as I think about the, you know, the the difference between the, the two segments, there's a couple things that come to mind, like the, the non- casino branded hotels are really focused on standardization, right? And that's perpetuating consistency across the brand. It's, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, why do you go to McDonald's and buy a Big Mac, right? I mean, it's 
think we can all agree because it's not good for you, right? But they, you go buy a big. It's Mac, not. Right? <laughs> you're just you're just learning that. That's where I messed up. Okay, <laughs> yeah. but it's it's the consistency, right? You you know what you're going to get. Um, it's going to be the same at every McDonald's locations you get anywhere. So I think by and large the you know the non-casino brands are really focused on that standardization, whether it be really robust Wi-Fi standards or you know a particular channel lineup that you have in the guest room that delivers you know the top watched or most highly rated uh, channels that you you know that are in, you know that consumers are viewing today in the same order so that you know that ESPN is on channel five at this hotel and it's the same when you go to the uh, another hotel that's within their brand. So that standardization really drives that consistency across the brand and the know what you're going to get factor when you stay at one of those brands. Um, you know, and I think that's one thing that really differs from, you know, in the casino business, while there is some of that um, in the casino hotel space, I think by and large, I, I sort of think about casinos as major casino brands. Then you have your independents, then you have your tribal casinos, and they all function a little differently uh, with regards to, you know, what they're doing. Um, the other thing I, I would say you're, you're seeing uh, really prominent in the non-casino hotels is the use of the the television screen in the guest room to really perpetuate the brand. And I mean things like, you know, if you go stay at a Marriott, right, you see a Marriott Bonvoy video. It's the first thing you see when you turn on the TV. And I think that's really powerful messaging because, you know, there, if there's one thing that you can be certain of when a guest goes in the guest room is they're going to turn on the TV, right? And when and what happens when they turn on the TV is a really powerful moment, right? I mean, TV screens have gotten larger, and I think the those brands are really – uh, taking advantage of that larger screen from a, a messaging perspective and communicating to guests not only, hey, here's our brand and what we stand for, but also um, using that screen in the room to drive guests to revenue centers and the things they want them to focus on. And beyond that, you're seeing things like, uh, you know, wellness content, right, since the pandemic started. Um, there's been a huge shift in terms of driving uh, awareness and uh, around cleanliness and those sorts of things, um, putting wellness content on an interactive system so a guest can, uh, you know, while they're in the room, do some yoga or those sorts of things. Well, yeah, I mean, a great add-on for uh, for televisions now would be to spritz people as they walk in with cleanser. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the the uh, the only other thing that really stands out to mind to me would be really Wi-Fi standards. Um, that's something that the you know the major non-gaming brands are uh, putting put significant effort behind because you know we all know at least at this stage that you know really solid robust working Wi-Fi is is literally table stakes in in hotels today, and so uh, all of them have these you know. 40, 80 page documents on standards. You know, it has to be this AP. It has to be this density of coverage. You need to have this type of circuit coming into the building. And so they've really embraced that. And I think done a, done a really good job with making sure that, uh, you know, they're caring for, for their guests in that regard. Well, um, you know, with casinos, at least, I think the biggest problem I've seen with hotels is every GM I've ever worked for says the exact same thing. I don't want them in the room. 
Yeah. Why are we doing all this technology in the room? Why are we doing all these great things for the guest in the room when I want them? All I want them is driven to the floor where they make us money uh, and not sitting in the room. Um, How do you, how does Sonify, how does any television uh, distribution company actually embrace that? Yeah, I think about it a little different. I, I would say, in my humble opinion, I think that that line of thinking is is a little old school. Just in in my personal opinion, you know, look, the the the, the reality is they're they're gonna be in the room at some point during the day, right? I mean, they're not gonna be on the floor at a restaurant at a show twenty four hours a day. So you know, when they're in the the guest room, why not consider making the most of, of every engagement you can have while they're on your property? And I would tell you unequivocally by way of data, um, you know, in casino hotels in particular, and this is in contrast to, um, you know, non-casino hotels, casino hotels still, guests still buy a crazy amount of movies in the room. And that is a revenue driver that, you know, look, if you're free to guest cost is $7 and you're making $2 on, you know, guest buying movies on a per room per month basis, you're only paying $5, right? So there's a real value in terms of thinking, uh, at least in my, you know, from my perspective about um, they're going to be in the room and what can you do with them when they are in the room, you know, perpetuate your loyalty program by way of really clean videos. You can um, drive them to your revenue centers by having really tastefully done videos on what us what this particular spa treatment looks like, right? So there's a lot of stuff you can do from an interactive TV perspective that drives loyalty that will drive them to your revenue centers when they are in the guest room. Um, and then I think the other side of that coin is they're used to these things elsewhere. Right. So when they stay at a, you know, I don't want to, I'm not trying to plug brands here, but let's say they're staying at a, you know, most of the non-casino branded hotels have embraced, you know, things like bring your own content and they've delivered it in some way, shape or form. So, you know, when I can stream my Netflix show at this hotel I stayed in last week and then I go to the, this hotel and I can't do it, that's a, a dissatisfying moment because it's not the same experience and, um, you know, and, and I, I get, you know, we want them on the floor, but that's why they're there, right? They're there to go to the floor. They're there to go to a restaurant. They're there to go to a show. And so uh, I think there's ways to enhance those things and, and increase value to the guests while they're in the guest room. Well, I, I guess that if I had to talk on the other side of it myself, it would be uh, I've done a lot of different tech in hotels. I mean, you mm-hmm. put from RFID to, you know, the mini bars, everything else, uh, the, the temperatures uh, adjustments. What about uh, things like tablets? I mean, tablets were there. They were there for a minute. And everybody was putting a new tablet in. And then they just went away, at least for the most part. Or can you explain that evolution a little bit? I could give you my opinion, and it's a good, it's a good question because you know I, I think it has to do more with ongoing maintenance than anything. You know, if you think about uh, you know it as a as a general rule of thumb, you know I like to say, and this is kind of what I tell all my folks, the you know, and I tell customers this: the more the more you have in the room equals the more things that can break, right? Guests do things right while they're in the guest room. They move TVs, they jiggle things, they play with things, they drop things. So I think with, you know, with tablets, 
I, I think they're, I, you know, I actually think they're much better transactional devices for things like guest request or in-room dining or, you know, booking a spa appointment or a valet. Um, but on the flip side of that coin is the maintenance, right? They need to be serviced. They get stolen. They're expensive. They need to be cleaned. And it doesn't take very long before, you know, I, you know, how many times have you changed an iPad or a phone where, you know, a year later, it's slower than it was the day that you bought it, you know, they become sluggish, they need to be replaced, and and they're expensive. So I, I, you know, from my personal opinion, I, I think that's really the, you know, sort of gestalt around why you haven't seen, you know, tablet technology really broadly take off across the industry. Cool. So that being said, what do you consider as table stakes technology uh, for a hotel? What are the must the must haves and why? Uh, I would say first and foremost in today's world is really solid, robust Wi-Fi with a free tier. And um, I also think a, a pay tier is or has a real value to hoteliers today because you know, guests will pay for better bandwidth. I mean, you can't cheat them on the low end. You can't say, okay, you know, here's your dial-up speed for free. And, you know, if you want five megs a second, you know, pay me $20. But, you know, you can offset the cost of those networks by, you know, appropriately structuring a, a reasonably solid free tier along with an upgraded tier that gives them a better experience. So Wi-Fi, number one. Um, I would say number two, um, Believe it or not, you know, as much streaming content is going on out there, there's still uh, guests are watching more TV than they ever have been. You know, of course, the last couple of years, you really saw TV usage go up because the folks that were staying in hotels were spending more time in the guest room and not on the floor. So saw a really big spike in terms of, uh, you know, just watching linear content. So I think a reasonably solid, you know, basic 40 channel lineup is with the top rated channels is really still important today. Um, you know, if you try to take ESPN out of a hotel, you will get complaints. Um, <laughs> well, Netflix and chill became something I, I recently learned about. Whoa. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. watching the series. And then yeah. And we even, we actually did, you know, quite a bit of ideation and testing around during, during the pandemic. We, you know, we were saying, you know, everybody was looking to cut costs at that time and, so we said, okay, well, you know, what would happen if we put up just, you know, your locals, right? Your ABC, NBC, NBC, Fox, and then you added a streaming, uh, you know, solution alongside that. So yes, you could bring your own content, but you still had access to local news, weather, sports, those sorts of things. Uh, and it, you know, what we found was it works really well for a product that is really geared towards, say, a millennial audience or a younger generational audience but did not fare so well when you had a product that, you know, catered to a wider variety of demographics. So, um, you know, there's, there's those sorts of things, but, you know, the fact of the matter is people still watch TV when they're in a guest room, even if they just put it on as white noise in the background, uh, they will turn it on. And, you know, I think the other big thing about sort of, you know, when I think about free to guest is the second it doesn't work, that's when you get 300 calls at the front desk. Right. So, um, so those, so I'd say Wi-Fi, uh, good free to guest lineup. And then without a doubt, the third one would be streaming in some way, shape or form. Right. Um, you know, guests are, they're, they're watching Netflix, Amazon, Disney plus Hulu, you name it. They're doing it on their mobile devices, but it's a really 
cool experience when, you know, they don't want to watch, uh, you know, their favorite movie or sitcom on a four inch screen or a five inch screen. They want to watch it on that 50 inch that you have in the guest room. And so giving them the ability to get that content there, I think is really important when, and this is one thing, you know, that I would contrast between say casino hotels and, and non-casino hotels is the non-casino hotel world has really embraced uh, this type of functionality, whereas I would definitively say that, um, you know, casino hotels have lagged, uh, relatively speaking. Um, but they want to watch their own content. And, you know, when you think about the data that that we see, we launched StayCast, what, maybe twenty late 2016, 2017? We've seen over almost 2,500 unique apps cast. And what's really been interesting to me watching the evolution of that product is just the amount of content that people are consuming and where they're getting it from, right? It's not just about Netflix, right? When we launched it, it was, you know, if you looked at a pie chart and said, hey, what are people casting in hotels five, six years ago? I would have said, you know, 75% of that's Netflix. And I would tell you today, it's probably more like 30, 35% Netflix. And there's this huge pie, piece of the pie that is international content, right? Which I think is, you know, a, a cost savings opportunity for hotels. Um, you know, it's particularly casinos that pay for an international channel to go to 3,000 rooms. And they're literally serving, you know, one to, two, you know, a small number of guests with it. So um, people casting content from their home servers, um, you know, products like NFL Sunday Ticket, or ESPN Live, or you know, a premium channel subscription they have. So it really is not. Uh, it's not just about putting Netflix in the hotel. They want their content. And while there are some commonalities, you know, there's some main players: Netflix, Amazon, Disney, HBO Max. Um, the pie is really big when you when you. It's, and it's actually kind of exciting because. You, you sort of see, uh, you know, that there really isn't one, a one size fits all approach. And I, I would say that's why we we lean lean into casting more so than we would lean into, say, you know, an embedded app that we put on a set top box or on a, on a television. Well, and that comes with a set of challenges as well. I remember when we've done it, we you have to, you know, trigger a clear out of the uh, credentials yeah. for the guest and when they're when they leave the hotel room and if that doesn't happen, somebody else uses it. I mean, it's an on and on going yeah. uh, challenge. And, and like you said, it doesn't have the variety that a lot of, uh, a lot of the patrons are looking for. I'm shocked that you say 2,500 I, I, yeah. uh, unique yeah. uh, apps. I couldn't even think, uh, I can't think of more than 10 off the top yeah. of my head. So yeah. uh, that's, that's amazing. Um, yeah. How about like, uh, because you mentioned a little bit, or you kind of hit without saying the word "older guest," uh, but the Are you talking about me, John? Uh, you and me both, buddy. <laughs> but when you're talking about older guests, I mean, how much of the technology is being embraced by a lot of our older guests, and especially in casinos? Because in the casino industry, I mean, the majority of our traffic is the over fifty uh, age range so i mean are, is it being embraced as much as uh it is in other places i would say yes but not you know definitively your your 
higher aged, if you will, demographic is going to use these things a little less than, say, someone of a younger demographic, right? But that's all shifting now. That being said, um, you know, adoption, use of technology, meaning Wi-Fi and streaming is certainly progressing with older demographics. I mean, you can look at, uh, I was, uh, you know, before I got on this call, I was looking at some Netflix data and I didn't know this until, you know, about an hour ago, but almost half of Netflix subscribers today are in the age group of 45 to 65. So literally half of their customer base is in that demographic. So, um, you know, as you translate that down to the, the tech that they will use, um, certainly, you know, we do business in the senior living facilities uh, across the United States as well. And um, you're seeing the progression there. They all come to those with laptops. They all have their Netflix subscriptions. Um, they will use products like FaceTime to connect to their loved ones and so on and so forth. So I would say, you know, not certainly as much as compared to younger demographics, but certainly progressing. Great. Well, we're coming to the end of it, and uh, but I'd just like to ask if you had like one sentence to really kind of sum up what Sonify is doing to embrace technology in the hotel rooms, what would it be? Sure. Um, so maybe I would say one sentence with four broken up into four parts. <laughs> uh, I, I, John, I would say I, I appreciate that question. And, and look, I, you know, our, our thing is, you know, our philosophy, you know, over the last few years has really changed in, term, in terms of how we look at the market, you know, because there is this no one size fits all thing for, for every hotel. Everybody wants to differentiate. So, you know, what I work on with my team is really understanding the needs, problems and goals. What are we trying to solve for? But also backing that with real data, because you do have, um, you know, this disparity of knowledge across the industry. And, you know, and that that's born from a sales pitch from vendor A, a sales pitch from vendor B, what the customer may know about their own property. And so I really try to focus on, you know, data driven decisions um, in terms of what tech is right for a particular hotel. And we've got 40 years of data and 40 years of doing this stuff where we've trialed and errored a lot of products. So, um, you know, I, I really try to use that information when I'm discussing these things with a hotel to say, hey, look, you know, we did this. 10 years ago, here's where we put it, here were the results. You know, if that works for you, then let's proceed. If not, then I've at least, you know, said, hey, you know, here's a lesson we learned and and share those learnings with, with our customers. So, um, you know, I would say lastly, um, you know, the, the, it's important to, to select the right vendor when you're thinking about technology. And it's, you know, anyone is is capable of dazzling you with a pitch deck and some great new feature that's going to solve all your problems. But it's really the data behind it and the ability to scale that that, that I think we're, you know, that propels us and has kept us in this business for, for so long. So um, was that one sentence? That was a really long, long sentence, but you didn't take a breath. So I'm going to count it as one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Nick, it, it, Nick, it has been a pleasure uh, talking with you, everyone. This is Nick Claceres from uh, Sonify. I am John Philippi, uh, your host of Gaming and Leisure's podcast. And we were talking about home tool room technology. And I hope you all learned something today. I know I did. Thank you, John. Really appreciate you having me on today. Thank you.